Hello, ladies. Welcome to the Naked Mama podcast. I am your host, Artemisa, mama to the beautiful baby girl in the cover photo. Join me weekly during one of your 20-minute mommy breaks to feel encouraged and supported as we talk about the naked truths and the desperately searched tips and tricks of motherhood. Remember, mama, you are doing amazing. Now grab a cup of coffee and let's get started. Hello, ladies. Welcome or welcome back to the Naked Mama podcast. I am so excited to get started, but before I jump in, I want to thank all you mamas on Instagram that shared your advice for first-time mothers. Reading through your responses inspired me to have a sit-down convo with another first-time mama to talk about the journey of motherhood and casually share both her and your advice for any FTMs out there. When I was planning this episode, I immediately knew who I wanted to have as a guest because of how real she is on YouTube and Instagram. She is an honest mama, not afraid to talk about the naked truths that come with motherhood. In front of me is Kyleen, photographer, podcaster, YouTuber, wife, and first-time mother to the cutest little boy. Welcome, girl. It is so good to have you on the Naked Mama podcast. I'm going to let you take over so you can tell us a little bit more about you and your family. Well, first of all, I want to say hi. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm so flattered that you thought of me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you just made me sound way cooler than I am. Like, I'm just, just a girl. <laughs> so, okay. I have to say that we did a practice intro and she said this and I was like, you need to say that because it's really not true. It's not true. Like, all of these are facts. You've done all of these things, which I think you started on your YouTube. How many years ago? Oh my gosh, I've been such a wishwashy person with YouTube. I think I first started in like 2016. I did it Has for it like been that long. Yeah, it was a Four long years? time ago. Yeah. Did you ever record like something and not post it, or did you like no. record the first time and then just kind of like? Post I would it, post like, it, it, which I shouldn't have. <laughs> what? I've actually never seen like the first one. Don't watch them. Why? <laughs> They're so uncomfortable. No, I want to. <laughs> Please don't. And if you're listening to this, don't watch those. Just watch what I'm posting. No, no, now. you guys should. You guys should go to YouTube and follow Kyleen. Your Kyleen Rodriguez there, right? Yes. Kyleen thank Rodriguez. You. I was going to mention this at the end, but I was watching your last YouTube video about uh-huh. uh, sleep training. Yes. And my God, I feel like we're in like the same parts of like motherhood. I like what was watching it and I was like, yes. Yep. yep, I do that. Do that I too. Do. Yep, yep. Well, I, I got like, a lot oh. of advice from you too. So, <laughs> well, I, like I said, like we're like in the the same stages. Yes. So it just makes it so much easier. It's so nice. Yeah, yeah. so much easier to like talk and like yes, really get conversations going. Yeah. No, I feel like for people who don't know our relationship, I mean, we've known each other for pretty much the entire time we've dated our husbands, like yeah. almost ten years. Almost ten years, dude. Which it's is crazy. Really crazy in high school. So both of us uh, married our high school sweethearts, and then there's another friend. Kelly, who also married high school sweetheart, which I feel like is unheard of. But now in our generation, I feel like I meet more and more um, moms or more and more girls that have married their high school sweetheart. It's my favorite. I think it's the coolest thing because, I mean, you grow with this person. And like, of course, none of us are the same people we were 10 years ago. Yeah. But we all knew each other then. I know. Like all of our husbands have been best friends. Well, so Kelly and my husband are brothers and then they've been best friends with Christian since like they were literally kids. Yeah. Yeah. So it's super fun. I don't know where I was going with that. Me either. But I had another thought of like, (laughs) how do like people start dating now? You know I, so it's weird because my sister is going through that and she oh, yeah. like tried blind dating and she was like, this is horrible. And then now she's getting set up with friends and she likes that a little bit better. But we yeah. were watching The Bachelorette. Sorry, this is so off topic, yes, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> we were watching The Bachelorette last night. And if you guys are watching, Claire is 39. And I was yeah. just saying like, how crazy it is, is it that like this girl is 39 years old and she's going to meet someone and she has four decades of her life that this person doesn't know. And for Nathaniel and I, we started dating at 15. So it's like most of our lives we've spent together where a lot of people spend a lot of time away from each other and then have to like, you know what I mean? Like tell them about their life. And I'm like, that's a lot to like tell them about yeah. because like you said like at 15 like what do you really tell your significant other? Like nothing. Because you don't really remember anything until you're what? Like I don't, my first memory that I actually can vividly remember is definitely like after eight. Like anything yeah. before that, it's more of like I heard my mom I was tell just me about say it. That. It's a story you've been told about yeah, your life, but yeah. I don't really like vividly remember doing those things. Like yeah. the earliest memory I remember is me on rollerblades with like pink tights and like some <laughs> jean shorts and this like tie dye shirt with like really it. high pigtails, like doing little peace signs. <laughs> 
that's literally me like the hippie in me that comes out every time a photo comes around is that, that what, that's what you look like too yeah oh yeah peace signs yeah, peace all the time when i when in doubt peace sign <laughs> i love it oh i love it too but so let me okay let me have yeah. you tell us a little bit about you and your family just so we have like a better picture okay. about you before we get talking about you know okay momhood. So I am 25 years old. Like Artemisa said, I married my high school sweetheart, Nathaniel. We just had our first son, Rocky, two months ago. Uh, fun fact, Rocky and Eliana are exactly three weeks apart, which yeah. is super fun. Um, let's see. I went to, I don't know how like much you want me to get into detail, but I guess I'll kind of get to my whole YouTube podcast kind yeah. of life. Um, I went to ASU and got a nutrition degree and I worked doing uh, something called live blood analysis for a couple years. I remember I, that. Yeah, I really loved it, but no one knows what it is. Like, I'm sure you listening right now, you're like, what the heck is that? Look it up. (laughs) Yeah, and I was tired of explaining it and trying to get people into it. But basically, I just kind of like lost passion for it. And so I started photography and that blew up pretty quickly. Um, And like, I think this is where our conversation started was how long ago I started YouTube. Uh, I gave up so many times, but in December of 2019, I decided the day of to do something called Vlogmas, which is where you vlog every single day of the month of December. Oh. Yeah. And so I did- Do you plan on doing it this year? I don't know. I just feel like with Rocky, it's so much harder to do YouTube, especially that many videos in a row. I want to try at Every least. Every single day? Yeah. I oh. did 25 days in a row. So from the 1st of December until Christmas, you vlog wow. and post it. So I decided to do it the day after. So I was filming, editing, and uploading in one day. So it wow. was a ton. It's like yeah. a full job. It was so much. And I was still like, that was my super busy season with photography. Like I had so many weddings and yeah. I didn't know, but I was pregnant too, which is crazy. Yeah, she didn't know. But yeah. So what <laughs> oh, happened? There's a video on YouTube of you telling Nathaniel. Yes. I think I saw that one. That was so yeah. cute. So what's crazy about all of this is if I wouldn't have done Vlogmas, I it wouldn't have been normal for me to film that reaction. And yeah. so I'm so thankful I was doing that because I just told Nathaniel that I had a present for him for being like super oh. patient with me during Vlogmas. And I was able to give him like a pregnancy test and a onesie and tell him we were pregnant. And now we have that video to like remember forever. On. And that video actually is what kind of like accelerated my channel and has allowed me to now make money off of my channel, which is crazy. Because yeah, like really. I said, I've been doing it since 2016 and I haven't made anything. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's kind of what got me into just like more of the social media stuff. Uh, with the growth of like YouTube came some like Instagram growth, but I mean, it's nothing crazy. I just, yeah. No, but I like love your Instagram, especially like you were doing postpartum posts, yeah, yeah. which I don't remember ever talking to someone else. Like I just kind of saw for myself, like after you have a baby, your body doesn't really bounce back no. in like a week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. Like yeah. even now, like I'm three months yeah. um, postpartum. And still different. Yeah. Like it's still like not the same. Yeah. And not the same as in like, I, I don't think I ever expected my body to be the same. No. But more yeah. of like a comfortable, like really confident level. Yeah. Like I feel like that takes a while. At least it, it has been taking a while for me. Yeah. Because I have to get used to like the adjustments of, of, you know, of your body. Yeah. So like watching those Instagram posts were really like eye opening, you know, for other well, mothers you. out there too. Yeah. Cause it's just kind of like, Hey, even though you just gave birth and that's great. You had a miracle, but yeah. and then you're just expected <laughs> to be perfect again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was something that I really wanted to share because I had seen so many women have this baby. And then a few months later, they're like absolutely perfect back to their body before. How? I, I, first of all, I'm like, I don't know, <laughs> but I just was like, okay, people want to see the journey. Like there's, it doesn't just bounce back. And if you guys aren't pregnant or haven't been pregnant, uh, your uterus literally grows a thousand times its size. And for you to think a day, even a week or a month or two months later that you're going to look the same. Or feel the same. Yeah. Feel is a huge thing that we could totally get into. But yeah, yeah, I was just like, you know, I want to share this experience. And I mean, I showed up in my underwear a day, 24 hours postpartum. Yeah. And for the first time, I was very confident in my body, even though it was way bigger than it had ever been. And there was no baby in there anymore. Isn't that weird how... It's crazy. I think it even starts when you're pregnant. Like I remember being pregnant and getting bigger and bigger. And I, I just like looked at myself in like a bathing suit yep. and I was like, I feel so hot right now. Yeah. Like I've I've, never felt hot in a two piece. And I was like, I, I remember you posting amazing. that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> my breast looks so nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I feel like 
I don't know how to explain it, but like you're expected to be bigger when you're pregnant. So all those insecurities that come of you having some extra weight are gone because you're like, I'm growing a human. This is beautiful. Yeah. And I would never wear like a tight dress before then. And I only wore tight things when I was pregnant because it just looks so good or like you just feel like you look. Well, and I just didn't care anymore. I was just like, I mean, why didn't I ever, I remember thinking, why didn't I wear anything when I didn't have a belly? Like yeah. I definitely looked better than You're then, like, you know. <laughs> like I'm gonna keep know. that dress. Yeah, keep it for like, later. I don't know why I never wore this, but <laughs> yeah. So I, I just wanted to like carry that on into postpartum because I just feel like people don't talk about postpartum. Um, it's considered the fourth trimester, which yeah. gets very overlooked, and I'm still in it. I Rocky is two months old, and so technically, I think it lasts until. 12 weeks postpartum. Yeah, I think it's three months. Yeah. And it is way harder than I expected. Oh, yeah. And I just wish people would have talked about it. And I think because it's negative, it's pessimistic, and people are just like thinking they're complaining. It's not talked about. It's like a hush hush. It's, oh, if you talk about that, you're weak or you know what I mean? And I just don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the right word is, but I just don't want to do that. I want to show women like this is my struggles. And if you have these struggles, it's okay. It's normal. There's been, we all go through it. Exactly. And that's, what's so crazy is there's been so many things that I'm like, what the heck is going on with me? And then I'll tell someone like a mom who's like had a kid before and they're like, oh yeah, I had that. I'm like, well, why didn't you warn me? Exactly. You're like someone... You know? Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> I could have mentally prepared, you know, yeah. maybe not physically, but like mentally prepared yes. for the change that was going to come. Yeah. Or but- when it was 2 a.m. in the middle of the night and I passed a golf ball sized clot and I'm thinking I'm dying. No, like, that's scary, dude. I was terrified. And I'm like, no one. And I talked to Kelly, my sister-in-law, and she's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I passed like 10 of those. I was like, wait, what? You're like, okay, so this is which, normal. Yeah, <laughs> which made me feel like I'm so glad that I have her to just like talk about things. Yeah, like but like. Reference. Yeah, I get like you're not going to be like just verbalizing to everyone. Hey, I just passed ten golf by golf ball size clots, but like it's normal and it's crazy. And I don't know. I just wanted to share with people that maybe don't have a sister in law that have been through it, or a mom or a sister that has done it and is open enough to talk about it. So that's kind of just what like inclined me to talk about postpartum. So when you were talking, I remembered about a podcast that I was listening, I think like two days ago, saying that the best thing that you can do for yourself is to have mom friends, but not mom friends with the same age as your children. Like definitely have those, yeah. but mom friends that also have older kids than yours or younger kids than yours, because that way like you can feel inexperienced and ask another mother that's already been through that stage. Yeah. And then you, when you have younger um, friends that have like younger babies, you feel experienced. So it makes you feel validated as yep. well. And I just thought about, I was thinking about that and I was like, they're totally right. Like yeah. it, it feels better when you're kind of in the middle because you're not always struggling And you can give advice or you can struggle and have like someone to look up to you and say like, hey, did this ever happen to you? Or like, what did you do (laughs) when your baby started doing this? No, I love that. Especially like for someone, I feel like you and I have very similar personalities and it's for someone that doesn't want to feel like they're always taking from someone. And so to feel like you can also give advice to other people and then share what like you may be messed up on and that you could help someone else prevent. No, I think that's such good advice. Which kind of brings us to this, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just two first-time moms trying to share what we've learned so I far. No, Guys, it's rough. <laughs> so you kind of quickly touched on postpartum, but let's start there. So okay. you gave birth to Rocky. You were how many hours in labor? You were induced too. Yeah. So my birth story, I was induced. Um, I had gestational diabetes, and so they wanted to make sure that he didn't get too big. Um, And so I was supposed to get induced at 40 weeks exactly, but I couldn't get into the hospital for two days because there was no beds. And so I went into labor um, contracting every two to three minutes, but not in pain. And I was only at a one and a half. That's kind of crazy though. Every two to three minutes. Two to three minutes. Yeah. Which I listened to your birth uh, experience. And I remember you talking about how you were just like staring at the clock and passing. Just like watching it. That was literally me. Mine came every two to three minutes my entire labor. But when they were painful, I, oh, horrible. It's awful. It's horrible. Like, Literally, like you didn't know if to scream or to like not scream and yes. just like hold on to the rail. I literally, exactly. I just grabbed <laughs> that rail and I just like shaked and I was just yeah. like waiting for the time to pass. Um, but so yeah, I think I was in labor. They it started the induction process at seven thirty in the morning and I had him at midnight. 
So I wouldn't consider being in labor, honestly, until my water broke, which was around 12 p.m. So I think I was in labor for like 12 hours. Wow. Um, well, but, they say like being in labor is when you start dilating and having contractions. And I was and at a active. one still at 12. That's, so, yeah. So you were, no, you were, you were in labor for a long time. <laughs> I, I don't think so because I wasn't in pain. But that's you know? active labor. Active yeah. labor is when you start like feeling pain or you get more and more dilated. Gotcha. Like that's when they say like, okay, like this is like. Like you are progressing and like yeah. there is no way around it. Yeah. <laughs> like well, I guess that's what I consider line. to be like labor, labor because I would say then if that's the case, I was in labor for days because I was contracting two to three minutes apart for days. I mean, I, but they didn't hurt. So I no, didn't, right. I was like, I'm not going to the hospital. Like right. there's no point. Um, so TMI, but I talk about hemorrhoids a lot because <laughs> my big baby had a big ass head. Can I cuss? <laughs> boy gave me hemorrhoids. <laughs> so tell us kind of like what hemorrhoids are because I can't relate to this one. Like, okay. This one I don't, Ugh. like I didn't have hemorrhoids. So kind of tell me like what Thank they goodness. are and like what you experienced. Yeah. So it's very gross, but it's basically like a huge bump on your butt and okay. they're so painful. It's like a blood blister. So how would I explain it? Not a blood blister, like literally like lumps on your butt, like by your butthole. Like okay. I know this is so gross. Sorry guys. <laughs> no, it's you guys okay. are probably like, what great. Kind of picture? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> All these people are like, oh, I'm not going to listen to her doctor, but you know what? You might get a hemorrhoid and thank me later. Yeah, but. there you go. <laughs> so they're basically just so painful. And when I delivered, that was the only pain I felt. I I tore to a third degree and I did not feel any like pain in my hoo-ha. Yeah. It was all in my butt. And they didn't know what was going on. I was just like, I man. Why it hurts down there. Like, there's just like so much pressure is what it felt like. And it felt like his head was still in my canal. Like that's the amount of pressure really? it felt like for days. Like for days? For days. I wish if you guys get hemorrhoids, whoever's listening, um, get a donut pillow. I have heard about those. I had never heard of that. Someone told me like three weeks later. I'm like, mm, yeah, it would have been like helpful. That gone. <laughs> I'm like, the hemorrhoids are gone. Thank goodness. But. That would have helped. That so, definitely would have been helpful. Yeah. Like driving home, you drove three hours. I would have yeah. died. Like literally my well, 30 yeah, minute. hemorrhoids on your bottom. I seriously like held myself up the entire drive home. I And we drove like 30 minutes. I can't even imagine driving three hours after that. But Shoot. yeah. So. And there was like a cream for it too. Yes. So yep. You got to lather that up every time. <laughs> Going to the bathroom sucked Isn't for a while. Just, like this is just lovely. The type of conversation. <laughs> oh my gosh. Literally. And this is why it's so hush hush because honestly, it's very embarrassing to talk about but and I can feel that right like who wants to talk about their, their no. butthole you know no or their one butt. talks about their butt <laughs> lathering know? up their yeah. butt but it's like the truth yeah. I mean but like, yeah. it's the truth of like motherhood yeah or like the things that you have to like spray yes. up in your vagina to get yeah. it clean because if you don't ladies it is gonna smell and it is like gross up yeah in there. no there's so much depends on like how much you tear oh yeah the more you tear it kind of tends to like burn around the stitches yeah. did you ever yeah. get that I don't think so, which is crazy because I she told me I tore like skid marks like on the, on the sides side. and then like internally I tore as well. But like I said, I think I was in so much pain from my butt that like I didn't feel anything else, honestly. Well, so it's yeah. over now. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> thank God that time has passed. But yeah, the first two weeks honestly were freaking brutal. Like yeah. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it for anyone, but that was also my experience. I have friends that are like, "Oh, it was fine. I didn't yeah, have anything." Some people don't have that struggle, or like don't have struggles with breastfeeding. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So let me lead like the topic yeah. towards like breastfeeding. So how yeah. was that for you? First two weeks, I cried every single time. Yeah. Um, I profusely dripped sweat every time I fed Rocky. I was in so much pain. I had so much anxiety. I would count down the hours until I had to feed him again. Um, and I, I don't say this to scare anyone because I don't want to scare you, but I also want you to know if that's what you're experiencing. One, it passes yeah. and you'll get over it and just keep going. I know it sucks, but you can get through it. Um, but two, have people around you that can help you because Absolutely. I had, you were one of the people that helped me a ton. Um, but I didn't want to talk about it to anyone because it was just, I would cry if I talked about it. Yeah. Um, I remember, I think we, I was like four or five days postpartum and I had to go to a doctor's appointment for Rocky and Nathaniel and I were trying to talk to it or talk about it while we were at the appointment. 
And I just started bawling like inside the doctor's office. And I was like, Nathaniel, like I can't talk about it. And my friend was coming over later that night and she had talked to me about breastfeeding before I was pregnant or before I gave birth. What kind of advice did she give you? She gave me a ton. She told me to like watch videos, um, which is so different. I mean, you can watch all these videos, but I mean, your baby doesn't comply as much as this video is saying it will. Absolutely. So that was helpful in knowing like positions to hold and like ways to hold your hand and stuff like that. But like... Yeah. Um, the act of it. But for her, what she told me that started the process of helping me was to relax because I was so tense all the time. And I was like leaning forward to try and bring my boob to Rocky. She was like, why don't you just try leaning back a little bit and let him come to you? And that was the first thing. And that gave me relief like instantly. Yeah. I only felt pain in the first like 30 seconds of feeding. And normally it was the entire 15 minutes I was feeding that yeah. it was painful. Um, and then you came over and you helped me like with the haka. With the haka. Oh yeah, my god! It's gosh. like a miracle, especially like the first couple of days when your baby only eats off one breast. Yes. And yeah. your other breast is like engorged and it kind yeah. of hurts and you're like, well, yeah, two more and, hours until they eat. Right. <laughs> and what happened to me is because I had the haka on and I was leaning back, the breast milk would stay around my nipple and it oh, started to heal my nipple, um, which is oh, another that's thing. That's a really good tip. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was like instantly when I started using that, it healed it so quickly, which when I was in the hospital, my lactation consultant was like, oh, don't use nipple cream. Just use breast milk that like actually heals it. Get nipple cream because it, yes, it doesn't heal it, but it will make it so it's not so dry. Yeah. It's like not raw when you put your bra back on. Yeah. Yeah. Because the first (laughs) time I put, no, I think it was the second time I put the haka on, it filled up with blood. And I was like, really? yeah, it was the day after you left. I put it on and like, I swear like there was like at least a centimeter full of blood and I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I started having friends who came over and watched me and helped me and I swear that saved me Yeah. Uh, because one, it allowed me to talk about it, which made me just like mentally feel better. But two, I got so many tips and I was like, every time I was feeding, I was improving on the way that we were feeding together and it was just getting yeah. easier and easier. Um, breastfeeding now. So Rocky's exactly 10 weeks old today. Um, I had a hard time during one of my feedings today. He didn't take his full nap. I tried to get him back to sleep. He didn't go back to sleep. Mm -hmm. So then he was fussy. So then I tried to feed him and then he was just mad. And so he wouldn't eat for me. So I still have periods of time where I struggle with breastfeeding. Yeah, it comes and goes. Yeah. Um, I'm also already back at work. And so he has to take bottles sometimes. And so when I come back from work and him having three or four bottles, he definitely gets a little frustrated because- thing is easier. It was Your so much easier. so much work. Like, yeah, let's be real. Yeah. And <laughs> my, the easier shit. Please. Oh my gosh. And he seriously will like hold out. I'm like, dude, aren't yeah. you hungry? Like, and I'm just as stubborn and I won't give it to him. So <laughs> You're like one of us has to budge here. Dude, it's it's gonna be you. not me. <laughs> I'm like, where do you think you get your stubbornness from? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it, it hasn't subsided. Two weeks ago was the worst. It would take him 30 minutes. I don't know. Oh yeah. I was telling you about this, but Thank you were. It took him 30 minutes to feed every single time and he would just cry or he'd pop on and off because he was getting distracted. And for like first time moms, like that's normal when your baby is a newborn. Yes. Because they don't really know what they're doing and you don't know what you're doing and they just exert so much effort from just feeding that they have to like take breaks. Yeah. But now at like two months, like that's... No. Not really normal unless I'm assuming what Rocky was going through was like a growth spur and he yeah. was like noticing the world. So then, it, then that is normal because That's they exactly get so distracted. Yes. I was also telling you like Eliana yeah. literally talks on my breast now. Like I, I look at her and it's so cute though, but it's so cute. You like can't help but smile and <laughs> yes. laugh, but you're also like I accidentally eat, like, make eye contact and I give her a smile and she's just like, Yeah, she like, oh, like no. lost it. Yeah. You're like, oh gosh. This breastfeeding session is over. Like I know yep. it from then. I'm like, no. Yeah. No, they just get so excited. And yeah. um, what I read, so I have the Wonder Weeks app. I don't know if you've heard of that, but it no, basically- No, I haven't. I've heard you talk about it a couple of times. What is it? So it talks about leaps is what they call it, but they're like- growth spurts basically that your child goes through and it tells you like when your child is going to be a little bit more fussy and so it's actually really comforting because you can read and understand what's going on and then you know like this is normal so there's an eight-week leap where they start to see patterns and so that's why they're getting distracted because they can see more and then of course that's a lot for their brain and so they get more fussy and hungry and tired and all these different emotions 
Um, so yeah, that's what he was going through. But I feel like if I would have given in, I probably would have given up breastfeeding at that time because for five days straight, every single feeding was like that where he was just, I mean, I had to lay down feeding. I had to try different positions. Like it would take me 30 minutes to get him to eat maybe five minutes. And like you said, it gets really frustrating. Like sometimes, I don't know if we have like the same thought here, but sometimes like when it gets that frustrating, I like accidentally get mad at Eliana. Yep. Nathaniel had to take him multiple times. yeah, Yeah. And I, you have to like take a step back and you're like this baby doesn't mean like malintent no. like it's really it's really not her fault no that she's, she's just going learning. through this and i don't know why my frustration is like directed at her and you feel so bad yeah yeah you and then there's like, mom guilt and then it's yes. just this domino effect yes yeah. and then you I, at least i i try to compensate and i'm like i love you like i know today that literally she has like no idea right she's yeah. just like looking she's around like, you're a psycho <laughs> why are you holding me so tight yeah no that literally happened today where like he was fussing and then like he calmed with my sister and I was like what the heck dude like over me are you kidding come on now (laughs) and then I grabbed him back and he started crying again I'm like dude you think I'm mad at you huh like (laughs) so I had to like apologize to him I'm like this freaking 10 week old I'm apologizing to (laughs) but it's I don't know I feel like they they know they can sense like when you're stressed or like when you're unhappy yes because a lot of the times like I try to leave the door because I have somewhere to be and I'm like really frustrated and really stressed out and like just trying to get going like just kind of shoving her binky in her mouth and like putting her in the car seat where I usually kind of like talk to her and I don't do any of that and she I swear like can feel it and just starts like crying and things will go wrong where she'll like throw her binky and it will land on the floor and now I have to watch like it's just it's like endless cycle I have to like remind myself and tell tell myself like if I'm frustrated and I'm stressed out like I literally cannot let her see that like I just have to be happy calm. mom yeah. yeah calm calm and collected so yeah. she will <laughs> comply with, yeah, with what no. i need in the moment <laughs> literally and it's so funny because i was talking to my friend when i was going through that struggle of like him not wanting to eat from me yeah and she was like yeah it comes a point in time where you just feel like you'll just do anything for your baby and you like almost like bow down to them because you're just like you need me to breastfeed you on one foot upside down? Like, sure. sure. If that's what's going to get you to eat. Yeah, I'll do anything. And that's exactly how it felt. So I feel that. Yeah. But basically my point in that is there's still struggles with breastfeeding. And I think eventually there'll come a point where it's just never hard. But my right side, he struggles a little bit more with. He prefers my left. And I mean, he chokes a lot when I feed him because my letdown is strong. It's so strong. Yeah, I've seen your letdown. Yeah. It, it sprays. It's, yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> like every once so, in a while I may spray, but I've seen it. I'm like, oh, poor Oh, Rocky. yeah. It's four streams. And my right side, one of the streams is so thick. Like, Really? It's like almost three of the streams together. It's crazy. Like, Dang, girl. Yeah, I know. I'm like, poor kid. And he spits up a lot because of it. Yeah. And yeah. So, so what we're trying to say is there are some struggles with yes. breastfeeding, <laughs> but if you stick with it and you want to do it, yeah. I think there's also like really happy moments. Yes. Happy moments of like when you look down at your baby and they're eating and it's just like you two. Yeah. And sometimes like I feel bad for saying it, but like I know Christian can't provide that, mm-hmm. but it makes me feel so important. And needed. And- yeah. Which I, yeah. I, also, I honestly think like that's a good thing like I think like that's needed in motherhood with like you and your baby especially when they're so young because you need to know like okay they really do need me yeah it makes you perform better as a mom you're like okay they need me to breastfeed so let me like drink water or let me do whatever it is to really get this baby like chunky yeah (laughs) yeah well and I feel like too like moms need that more than dads you know I think so too yeah Yeah. I don't know yeah I'm not trying to come off like super negative I hope that's not what it is I'm just trying to like share my struggles but nursing is my favorite thing honestly like when it's good I just like his one little eye looks up at me all the time and it's like this (laughs) big old eye and he's just the cutest freaking thing you just want to stop and kiss them I literally am just like oh I love you (laughs) as he's eating and he's just like looking looking at at you like okay mom thank you for the milk (laughs) it's just yeah and that's why I go through all these struggles because I just love it and I love the bond of it but yeah I guess I'm just trying to say like if you go through those like no if you want to get through it like there's gonna be these like little bumps but if it causes you too much stress like there I mean just feed your baby whatever you need to feed them exactly exactly I think I talked about the last episode like a bed baby is a best Mm -hmm. baby and you hear that so often that you're like all right like like, shut up sure like whatever (laughs) but then you're in it and you have to like formula feed or whatever it is you have to do different to feed your baby and that feeling like sinks in and you're like okay they're fine. Like you're, yeah, they're yeah. fine. They're healthy. Like a fed baby is the best baby. Like why yeah. would I make my baby 
suffer and be hungry when I can have other alternatives to like feed them, you know? Right. If, yeah, if the baby's not happy, you're not happy and vice versa. It's just an endless cycle. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to ask you, did you prepare for motherhood? And if so, how? Like, did you watch YouTube videos, read books? Like, what did you prepare for? You know, I thought I was going to prepare way more than I did. Yeah. Um, I am one of seven kids. I feel like my entire life has prepared me. Yeah. <laughs> I know you do. You have to take care of your brothers and sisters. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I legit have been watching kids like forever. And I started babysitting when I was like 10 years old. Um, I nannied three boys for the longest time. Like I just yeah. have been around kids Kid. all the time. Um, and so I have always felt confident in being a mom. Um, which is funny because I feel like now I'm like, it's way harder than I thought it was, Oh yeah, you know? Oh yeah. Um, but I, you know, I was going to do all this reading and researching and listening to podcasts and YouTube videos. And I really didn't do a whole lot. Um, I have two nephews as well. So I've watched them be raised and I've talked a lot about that with my sister-in-law. And I would say the biggest thing I've done research on is like sleep training. And that's come from her just watching her and having like her give me tips. But yeah, I didn't do as much as I thought I would, as that, which yeah. is just weird. I don't know. I really do feel like my life has kind of prepared me for it. Yeah. Um, is there something that happened that you were like, okay, maybe I should have read up on that or like really looked into that <sighs> or like looking back now that you would tell moms, hey, like if you're going to focus on something, like focus on this because it hits you like a train and you're just yeah. kind of like, oh God, what did I get myself yeah. into? I would say do as much uh, research on breastfeeding. That's been the hardest. Um, I would say just at least like look into like different positions of holding babies, like trying to get a good latch, like just so you, when people are talking to you about this, like you kind of have a good knowledge of it. Oh, that makes sense. Um, but you know, I don't think anything can prepare you. (laughs) I know that's just a very like, not like informative answer, but I just feel like the things that have been hard for me I could have never like you understood have to go them. exactly, and I I keep talking about my sister in law, but she has two kids, and like I've been there through her having them, yeah. And I always tell her, dude, I I thought I got it. Sorry, that no, was my okay. phone. Um, I thought I understood, but I didn't. I and I don't think anyone can understand until they actually go through it. Yeah, because like you're a bystander and you see it, and you're like, okay, like she did that, but you don't know how internally she's feeling especially like during labor yeah and then you get to be in labor and you're like whole what did what did she do because yeah (laughs) i forgot and you you don't even really want to know because you're just like "Mm, yeah Yeah, i gotta just go and when i get there i'll get there (laughs) yeah which i feel like that's something i have kind of done because i'm a very type a like planned out person and i've tried my best to just take things as they come Uh, my biggest advice i think i've told so many just girls on instagram is just take it day by day yeah. Um, take it feed by feed for breastfeeding. Just don't look too far ahead Yeah. because it's overwhelming. Yeah, and I it think, definitely is. Yeah. Like when you think about everything that you have to do for your yeah. baby yeah. or even like in a day, like how many times you have to feed. Yes. And, yeah. and when you're new, like that's just so like dotting. You're like, how uh, many times? Like every two hours, you know, that's like 12 I like times laughed. that you're feeding. Yeah. I laughed when they told me that. And they said to offer both boobs and I was like, you're joking. You're like, like no. <laughs> I am bawling offering one. Oh, one boob, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like this so, raw, so. <laughs> yeah, I literally laughed. I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Okay. No. So yeah, I guess I would just say like, just do the research you feel like you don't have. Um, if you've never been around a baby, I would definitely say maybe watch a couple YouTube videos, read a couple books, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I think you just got to jump into it. Is there you know? something that you do for your baby or you do for yourself that you've really loved and you would recommend to other mothers? Yeah, I would say schedules are the yeah. best. <laughs> yes. Um, not Maybe to... that's just because we're type A. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but also, I feel like it allows me to know what's wrong with him more so because... I can I'm, see that. You know, I'm like, okay, he just ate 20 minutes ago. He's not hungry. Like, he could be tired or right. he could need to go to the bathroom or... You know what I mean? But it also just allows for your life to be a little bit more normal I guess no yeah um as long as you're flexible with your schedule because I got too crazy about my schedule and it was a little bit more stressful than helpful yes um but I feel like people thrive on routines kids thrive on routines and I've really seen Rocky do well with that yeah um so I would say definitely look into just like the eat play sleep kind of schedule 
And then I'm trying to think other things. Um, Is there something that you do for yourself? Oh, I should do more for myself. (laughs) So let's talk about that. Yeah. So we were talking about, it was probably a couple of weeks ago about like, have you, have you gone outside of the house without your baby and like spend just some you time? And we're talking about grocery shopping and you were telling me how your husband goes grocery shopping, even though you really love going grocery shopping. I don't prefer him to go. (laughs) Because let's be real. Our husband's. They have good intent. <laughs> They're just trying to get in and out, you know. Makes they don't sense. know how to check. I was trying to be from... a little bit nicer. I was... <laughs> I'll call mine out. He probably won't listen to this, but um, <laughs> he doesn't know how to check if it's a good pineapple or good strawberries, you know. No, they just grab yeah. the first thing that's on top. Yep. Or like, let's say like there's something in aisle one yeah. and the next thing is in aisle 10, but that's the last thing on the list. They're like, nah, like they don't really need it. Yep. I don't want to walk that yeah. far. Oh, I couldn't find that one. <laughs> Like, we need cheese. (laughs) What? Nathaniel's good about getting everything on the list, but sometimes I'm like, oh, these strawberries don't look too good. It's all going to last one day. Yeah. Like, again, there's my type A. So, yeah, when we were talking, I think this was maybe three weeks ago or so. um, I had only left Rocky twice, and they were both for one hour. And I had spent pretty much at least I would say all my time with Rocky pretty much. I mean, yeah. if you count two hours out of literally like six or seven weeks old and I didn't even think to go to the grocery store myself. I didn't even think of it as an option. Yeah. I just thought like Nathaniel goes and I stay with Rocky. Like that was just in my head. And Artemisa was just telling me like, oh yeah, like I have mornings when Christian's home and I'll just go out. And I'm like, wait, what? Like you can do that? Like, hell yeah, I leave Eliana. Like, bye, girl. (laughs) Like, I had not even thought about it. And so I have been doing it more. Um, I suggest for anyone who's listening to start earlier than I did. I know six weeks, seven weeks old is not old by any means. Um, But Rocky already grew a pretty strong attachment to me. And it's been a struggle. Um, Really? Yeah. So he – and he's been doing it a little bit more lately because I've been – back into work. I've been leaving for photography more. Yeah. Um, I've had a couple weddings where I'm gone anywhere from like eight to 10 hours, or I've had shoots where I'm gone for like three hours. Yeah. And he has been crying a lot during them. Oh. And poor Nathaniel literally tries everything he can do and he just won't suit. Even today, like his little fussy period I was telling you about, like it was really hard for me to soothe him as well. A lot of the times it's during the night, his like witching hour, which is hard for us anyways. We normally tag team that. And yeah. so- yeah, right I just wish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I would have started a little bit earlier because one, I feel like I've kind of taken on too much of like here, I'll just do it because it's easier roles, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, I can. And do that. so I'm like reteaching Nathaniel. I'm like, hey, this is normally what I do. You should try. <laughs> you know, just try it if you'd like. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if you want to figure it out for yourself, but this really works, you know. <laughs> yeah. So there's that dynamic, and then there's just Rocky preferring me to do it because it's easier, and we've done it. Yeah, like every he's used to night. just you doing it, right? Yeah, I definitely suggest finding time for yourself and also not just time where you're working. Because when I leave, like, I'm not necessarily super excited because it's still work. I mean, I do like love getting out and being creative, but it feels more stressful knowing that my son is probably going to have at least a few times where he's not happy and I'm out here doing something that I probably wish I would have postponed a little bit, you know? No, right. So, I know you mentioned too talking about just like going back to work and stuff. I don't know if that's okay if I transition into no, that. No, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, I also suggest people to take more time because yes. I didn't get enough time and I still feel... How long did you take off before you started doing photography again? So I had weddings booked already um, from a year ago. And so my first wedding back was six weeks postpartum. Okay. Which, I mean, you're just then cleared to yeah. move, you know? Yeah. But it's literally a month and a half. Yeah, yeah, which is not a lot. And the wedding was in Flagstaff, so it required six hours of driving for me. And it just was way, it was a lot. It was a very long day. It was super hard because Rocky, I mean, he ate all day from a bottle. And for the next like three or four days, he struggled so hard feeding with me. To transition back. Yes, yes. And so every time I have a shoot, it's kind of a struggle the next day to get him back on track. But also my husband didn't take a lot of time off. Yeah, I remember you telling me that when before Rocky was born. Yeah. He was scheduled to just just take off a week, right? A week, Did he only take a week? Yes. So how do you feel about that now? Horrible. I'm like, the next kid, you're taking at least a month off. Like, I need way more than a week. 
Um, especially since like you're still after a week, I still had so much recovery to do. Oh yeah, just like physically. you're not even better yourself, you know. No, like, like you can barely like <laughs> take care of yourself. Like go to the bathroom. Literally, yeah. Going to the bathroom is like a whole show. Oh, like it takes you like 15 forever. minutes in the first week of postpartum to yes. go to the bathroom. Yeah, and it's like who's gonna watch Rocky for 15 minutes if he's no. awake and I have to pee? Like he's <laughs> <laughs> gonna lay there for a what? second. <laughs> he's gonna scream at me. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so he had to go back because he had to get training for work. He got a new position. The timing was just super bad. Yeah. And so, yeah, I definitely suggest husbands like at least, I would say at least three weeks because I feel like at three weeks, my bleeding was pretty down. My hormones were a little bit more regulated. Yeah. There's those first two weeks, like you need help. Like I cried more than I have in my entire life in those first two weeks. Like, oh, yeah, it's, it's stressful. It's, and it's a, a lot. lot. Especially yeah. for a first time mom. Maybe yes. it'll, it'll be a little bit different yes. as a second time. I agree. But yeah. first time, like it's just so overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to throw it in there. So yeah. Christian, so we moved from Flagstaff down to here and he had a job aligned. But when I found out like that I didn't handle well <laughs> postpartum and being a first time mother, yeah. he asked if he could push back and he literally took off a month and a half. Oh, and I I'm can so tell jealous. you that- from like hearing what you guys have went through, it made a big difference, yeah. at least for me. And not the sense, well, in both senses that he was really helpful, but yeah. in more of like he understood like what it meant to take care of Eliana. Like it wasn't just like he would go to work, come back and be like, what did you do all day? You yeah. know, kind of thing. Like he would be up with me. Like I would make him get up with me, even if I was breastfeeding and he wasn't doing anything yeah. just so he would be as tired as I was. Right. Get right. into the same routine. So he would see like what it was. Yeah. And I thought that was so helpful for him to really come to terms of like, holy crap, like this girl's this doing a lot, <laughs> a lot to yeah. do for this little baby. And it was really helpful. Um, for them to bond too. Yeah. Because it was 50-50 at that point. Like, like you're right. Like you need so much help because you have to take care of yourself and this newborn baby. Like while I was taking care of myself, he would be taking care of Eliana. So I felt like their bond was almost as strong as me and Eliana, maybe mine right. a little bit more so just because I was breastfeeding her. Yeah. Um, but I could definitely see like where more time would have like a better bond and like a better understanding from like the husband's yeah. side. Yeah. Yeah. So we, uh, Nathaniel just felt like he understood this past weekend, which really? is crazy because Rocky's, I mean, he was two days shy of 10 weeks old. Um, I had a wedding and so he was with him for eight hours straight by himself. Oh man. The first wedding I had, it was a Friday. So Nathaniel had work. So Rocky was with my mom. So that was the yeah. first time Nathaniel was with Rocky by and himself. And your mom had been a mother seven times. Yeah. My mom was like, this was easy. <laughs> Your baby's so yeah. good. And she's like, you were your telling me like awesome. your mom had like made food and yeah. like cleaned the house, like done yes. all these things while she was taking care of Rocky. And I yep. like told you like, how? Yeah. She literally <laughs> sent me home with a pot roast and she got all of her chores done and literally kept Rocky That's on my That's a schedule. mom of seven. That's yes. a mom of seven. Like I it was not, and it's not that I'm not like, I don't want this to come off that I'm like bashing my husband, but I mean, first of all, it's his first child. Yeah. He's a man. Like he, I mean, nurturing is not like a very common thing for yes. the male. And I'm not trying to be like. Um, not that they can't right but it's just usually like in our culture it yeah. usually doesn't happen our culture we see like men go back to work really yeah. quickly to provide financially for the family and women stay home to do you know house things and to take care of the baby right, right. what normally we see i mean it doesn't happen all the time but that's yeah. just kind of like where we're at that's like pretty much i mean how it's been so yeah i mean the other day um i had just a long day with rocky he wasn't like sleeping as well and yeah. I sat down to eat uh, a bowl of chili for lunch. It was like the first food I had eaten. It was like 1230. Oh, and he started crying during while I was eating. Oh, no, no. And so I got up and I didn't even finish my bowl and I had left it there because I honestly forgot about it. And yeah. I'm a very like clean, clean person. I don't leave stuff around, honestly. And so when he got home at like five o'clock, he was like, I see your bowl of chili. Like, how was your day? Character. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, are you good? I'm like, "Uh, not really. Like, I haven't really gotten to eat much today. Like, I just was very much so slave to our schedule kind of thing. Yeah. And he told me after he watched Rocky. So this was a couple days before that wedding. Mm -hmm. um, He was like, you know, to be honest, I was a little annoyed that like you left the chili bowl, but I just cleaned it and didn't say anything. Your face was probably like, excuse me. I was like, so I was like, and (laughs) is there a but to this? (laughs) Yeah. But he was like, after watching him for even just half a day, like eight hours, I get it. And he was like, and honestly, he was like, I just really like 
I appreciated what you were doing, but like, holy crap. And he's like, like, I opening. Yeah. He was like, this is a lot. Like he was like, we could not do this without you. And then he was also like, I do feel, cause he does a lot of like the house stuff when I'm taking care of Rocky. So he like, whenever he's home, he makes me all of my meals. Like he cleans up after Ooh, us. Like, how do I get that? It's so nice. <laughs> but that's where he feels like he can help a lot. Yeah, and yeah. he was like, man, I just have kind of felt like a dish boy or of like your chef. <laughs> but now I feel like I'm contributing. I'm like, dude, you making me food helps a ton. It's a, it's a big know? thing. One yeah. last thing for you to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. So like Tuesday, Thursdays, he works from home. And so that's what he does. And like, even just that, that doesn't seem like a lot to some, I'm sure. But for me, like to have two of the five days a week where I'm yeah. completely by myself to not have to worry about food, yes. I'm like, it's so helpful. No, it is. So It is yeah. because, you know, when, when you look into like what the schedule is supposed to be, right, where yeah. they're up for an hour and then they should sleep too, yeah. you hear that and you're like, in two hours, you can't like do a load of laundry. You can't make yourself food, eat it, and right. you know maybe do some other small task. Yeah, like that's what people's like, like mind goes to. Like only what do you one mean? hour of wake. Yeah, like like, <laughs> like what do you mean you can't get things done? Yeah. But when you're in it, they don't sleep the two no. hours, and they no. usually aren't up the hour. Maybe sometimes they're up an hour and a half or two right. hours, depending on like how much you try to get them down. Yeah. Um, and then they're asleep for 45 minutes, maybe an hour. But in that hour, you have to cook yourself food, clean the dishes. Like you have yeah. to do like so much. Even just so, brush your teeth. Yeah, you have to <laughs> like, brush your teeth in the morning. I'm like trying to do those things. Then I think to eat. And then by the yes. time it's time to eat, he wakes up. Yes. And I'm like. Oh. Or dude, have you ever felt like you have them up for the hour, you put them down or like the hour and a half, you put them down, you go to your living room or wherever they were at. And you're like. It's an effing mess. Yeah. How yeah. So then so you start cleaning and, and then, then, then you think to eat and then yes. they wake up. <laughs> yes. So you yeah. clean up and then 15 minutes later, you're like, oh, yeah. they're going to wake up right now. Yep. I better just shove something in my mouth real Literally. quick before they, you know, are awake again. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, it's an, and it, I, I never understood it again. I was very judgmental of like stay at home moms, which sounds horrible, but no, I was just like, it. what do you do all day? <laughs> yeah. No, you're in it. And you're like, oh. Uh. It's a lot. Yeah. And like trying to work from home with it too. Like, So how's that? So how's that been going? That is hard. Like I, especially when I have timelines to other people, it's hard because say I have a session due by a certain day, like I've got to get it done. And yeah. when I can only find maybe an hour to two hours, like periodically throughout the day, but then my son wakes up and then I'm trying to switch from work mode to, to mom mode back that, and forth is that hard so tell me so I, I haven't had to do that so tell me yeah. like do you do you need like a couple of moments to switch yes because what yeah. happens when you don't I half-ass everything really you just feel like you're like spreading yourself way too thin and you're not doing anything well so what would you suggest so say like someone is working from home get and help. their baby what was it get help get help, help. <laughs> someone <laughs> okay but being practical sorry um if you don't have help yeah. i would say for me rocky's um best times are like right when i put him to sleep like that first 45 minutes like he'll he's normally out and i don't have to help him like go back to sleep at all yeah so my advice is to like prepare yourself so that as soon as you put him down you can work on what you need to work on so prioritizing yes to-do lists i'm huge on yeah um the night before so i mean typically your baby goes down around like eight o'clock or so and you can go to bed whenever you want um a lot of times i just go straight to bed at eight o'clock you're telling me that and i was like oh god i need to i need to do that are you telling you to record at eight o'clock i'm like this is a late night for me Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's the only time I feel like I could like do it stress-free. Yeah. But um, yeah, just like making a list and knowing like, okay, when he goes down, this is what I need to do. Um, yeah. And so that helps because you could easily waste an entire nap just figuring out what you need to do. You're so right. So preparing is a huge thing. And honestly, like if you – I feel like getting help is huge too or staying up later or waking up earlier, earlier. which sucks. Yeah. But – I try my best when Rocky is awake to not work on things because yeah. he's not happy. I don't get anything done well. Right. Um, and so I try and really just like Focus switch things off. But I also think getting enough sleep, which can be hard at this time of life, um, is just super helpful to feel like on top of it and feel like I have the energy to switch to back and on. forth, you know? Yeah. 
So sleep train your babies. <laughs> yes. Yes, do that. Yeah. That's really important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't people know. don't think like it's possible, especially when they're so much younger, but I know. I don't know. I think it's worked for both of us. We've both had a great experience with yeah. it. So with like a couple of like sleep regressions and like a little right. bumps, but I mean I mean it's, it's never to... gonna be perfect. No, but... and I feel like you should kind of expect that from a baby, you right. know? Right. Yeah. Okay, so let's see. Is there something that you have done as a mom that you immediately regretted or you done and were like, okay, I definitely learned from that. Let me just change that really quick before it becomes a habit. I don't know. I guess not necessarily like anything that I feel like I like, oh, I I shouldn't do that again. Yeah. Uh, I feel like he's too young for me to feel like the repercussions of like doing something. Parenting, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I guess my biggest like regret so far is just being so stressed out the first two weeks. Like I wish I just would have enjoyed it a little bit more. Yes. Yes. Like, because I feel kind of robbed of it already. Yes. And I was just so afraid, honestly, you know? Absolutely. So I bought Taking Care of Mamas or taking, sorry, Taking Care of Babies, Taking (laughs) Care of Mamas. (laughs) Do that too. (laughs) Taking Care of Babies, probably when she was close to a month. I remember I was going to say, I think around four weeks or so, I remember you talking about it. It was, it was close to that time. And I should have bought that earlier because that was one of the topics, Yeah, um, which was, uh, she was going to teach us to learn to love the newborn stage. Yeah. And when I was reading that, I was like, no way. Like I've been in this for a month and I hate it. There's not a lot of love. No, like, uh, she is. And at that point I was pumping feeding you had and a trying to put hard, her down rough like start yeah. yeah like she was every two hours like an, on a every two hour cycle right so the two hours like I would breastfeed her for 30 minutes I'd pump for another 30 minutes and then I'd try to put her down for an hour she would only be down for like 45 minutes and I would start it all over again breastfeeding pumping I can't imagine putting, put her down so it was just like this end of the cycle so when I read that it's like no like yeah I will never love the newborn yeah. stage like yeah. this is the worst Which thing. is sad because like it it's is. such a fun, like they're so cuddly and yes. like Rocky won't even sleep on my chest anymore. I know. That's and I'm like, the... he's only 10 weeks old. I know. I thought I was I promised know. like a year of that at least. <laughs> oh my. Okay. So that's one of the, the questions that I asked you about like regretting. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the things that I personally regretted yeah. is um, I thought it was so important to put Eliana down and not get her used to mm-hmm. me rocking her to bed. Well, now, like, she literally cries when I try to rock her even for, like, five seconds to put her down before putting her down. Like, I put her binky in, and she wants to be in her bassinet so she can put herself to sleep. Yeah. But I want to, like, rock her and, like, hold her just for a little bit, and she, like, will not let me. Dude, it's so so funny because, like, that literally happened to me tonight. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Because Rocky's the same way. Like, I put him down and he falls asleep. Like, I don't rock him. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Nine times out of 10, that's how I'd prefer my night to go. (laughs) Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah. But tonight I was like walking from his room to our room to put him in his bassinet. And I was just like, oh, I wish he would just like sleep on mama. Yeah. Just like let me rock him. Yeah. And just like, just let me cuddle you. Yes. So I put him down and he starts crying and I'm like, who are you? (laughs) You don't (laughs) cry when I put him down. (laughs) And he wanted me to rock him to sleep. Like, so I rocked him to sleep tonight and I've never done that. So I feel like I kind of like asked for it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if like that's like a thing talking to your baby like that and having him like respond. Like, yeah. He's like, okay, well, you wanted but, this. Yeah. <laughs> Here I am. No, and it's funny because I've heard a lot of people talk about that. And that's definitely something Kelly like told me she dealt with was yeah. like her first, she was so like afraid of creating like bad habits and yes, like she almost, yeah, like she like missed out on those stages. So then with yeah. the second, like she did a little bit more with that. Yes. And I think too, because I have another friend who slept with her baby for quite a while and my mom had actually told her, because my mom did the same. My mom co-slept with all of us for at least a year, I believe. Yeah. She was just telling her, like, they're only little for, for so long. a little time. And they're never going to want to cuddle with you again, no. you know? No. For you to have, like, quote, bad habits for, what, a year because they want to sleep with you? Exactly. Like, I, I don't know. I think Kelly told yeah. me the same thing. So just two nights ago, I've started um, where, because I don't know if Rocky's the same way, where when they sleep their 12-hour chunk, the first nap of the day is so easy to get them down. Yes. Like they don't really even just stay so up a full weird. Because they is, just slept so long. I know. Yeah. I know. But they're like so tired in the morning. It's so weird. Yeah. So she, I've started to do where like I will have her sleep in our bed and it is the cutest thing yeah. because now she like will like lean into my shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I've been doing that for probably, I would say about a month now. Oh, you have been doing that? Yeah. When, so when he, he normally eats around like five o'clock. So we put him down between seven and eight and then he'll wake up at like five and then he'll go straight back to bed until like eight. Yeah. And so between like five and five thirty and six thirty, I'll put him in his bassinet at five. And then between five thirty and six thirty, he'll kind of like move around and I bring him into our bed. Oh. And, and you it's, get like morning cuddles. Yes. And he just like literally goes straight back to bed. Yes. Whereas he was like grunting in the bassinet. And when I wake up and he's just wide eyed staring at yes. me, I'm like, I <laughs> love baby. you. And then we unwrap him and his arms shoot up yes, and he's the big just cooing. And yeah, it's my favorite. <laughs> favorite so mine too i feel like that's like okay i'll let you sleep in my bed for a couple hours like nathaniel's up at work anyways it's not like it's like interrupting our time or anything like that so no yeah but yeah i don't know i just feel like you can't create too many bad habits with a newborn because they're just a baby you know i don't think so either so i'm looking at our list and i think we talked about all the things that you had mentioned okay uh, but i kind of wanted to talk about um some of the advice that instagram had posted yeah um so they said if you're having trouble ask for help find one person that you can talk to which i think we kind of touched up on yeah and what i think is super important it doesn't have to be your significant other no like i feel like friend or make it mom. not your significant other yeah so you can be honest yeah you know and, and it's like matter. an outside perspective that's not maybe seeing every little detail. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I totally agree with that one. Ask yes. for help. And then there was another one saying ask for even more help than you think that you'll need, which is so uh, totally true. Like yes. I have a friend, um, Alejandra, where I will start saying thing, something. And so like an example, like I was like, I'm so nervous to take my baby out, you know, by myself when Christian's not home. Yeah. And she's like, okay, well, bring the stroller. And I was like, okay, well, if I bring the stroller, like maybe she won't fall asleep. And she's like, okay, bring your swaddle. And I was like, well, she's going to need her sound machine. She's like, well, don't you have a portable sound machine? Yeah. And she's like, Artemisa, do you just want to like talk about how hard it is? Because if that's it, like I'll totally let you do it. And I was like, you know what? I think I, I do. Like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you need someone not... to like hear me yep. and I'm just tell me so like, you, you can do it. Like that you don't think you need help, but like, let me just reassure you that yeah. you can do it like by yourself. I totally am someone, sorry, this is like kind of off topic, but I like am a friend that like wants to solve your problems and like doesn't really just like let you vent without me having a solution. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes you just need to find someone that like will just listen, you know? Yeah. No. Yeah. And then help you work through it if you want it. (laughs) Exactly. So the next one was don't try to have an in-depth conversation with, with your significant other to help more when you're already frustrated or flustered. Which okay. I think that's so good because yeah. in the moment when I need more help and I'm already frustrated, like it, it just doesn't come out nicely. The way that you would hope it would. Yeah. yeah. So she um, private messaged me and said uh, to just do it at the end of the night, which I thought yeah. that was a really good idea. Like when you guys are about to go to bed, just be like, hey, like yeah. I during this situation, which happens often, like I get more frustrated because I think I need extra help. So when you see that happening, could you please just like come over and take, you know, our baby? Yeah. I, I feel like that works for like literally if you're a mom or not. Like yes. whenever you're just like riled up, you're going to say things that you don't, you don't mean. mean. Yeah. Like the other night I woke up literally every hour because I just kept putting Rocky's binky back in his mouth. And yeah. Nathaniel's snoring next to me and I'm just like starting to get resentful. I'm yeah, like, and you're like, hmm. what the heck? How do you not hear that? Yeah, like, doesn't hear anything. I'm <laughs> like, must be nice. So we wake up at like four or five to feed him and like, he's just like, what's, what's going on? Yeah, I'm like, frazzled. Like you hadn't been up every hour. I'm like, dude, it's time to feed him. <laughs> so I, I was being kind of a brat. I was a little resentful. And so in the morning I was just like, Hey, look, I'm sorry. Like I shouldn't have been rude. Like you just woke up from a sleep. You had no idea what I was yeah, mad what about. Was happening. You know, and so I just think communicating, like, I was a little frustrated because of this, but, you know, like, I don't know. I feel like be, my dad told me when we got married, be slow to anger, um, huge thing. I love that because I feel like it's, I mean, it's so easy just to react, you know? No, I agree. But communicating is huge too. Yes. Um, So another thing was buy a ring sling, which I think we both have, and I love a ring sling. Baby wearing is the best. Um, And then the other one was don't worry so much if you're doing the right thing, which I totally agree, like. Just do what you feel because yeah. you know your baby best and you're your your baby's mom. Like yeah. your baby doesn't know any better. <laughs> no. To be honest. Like, your, your baby, baby doesn't thinks... know if you're doing the right thing exactly. or the wrong thing. <laughs> they think you're doing a great job. Yeah, they so. just love you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, last one was uh, don't overeat when you're breastfeeding. People will tell you that if you don't eat, 
your milk supply will go down, which I totally agree. But I will say, don't you have to eat like 400 calories like extra or like 300 that's calories extra? That's what they extra? say. I heard 500. 500 calories which extra? Which I feel like that's kind of a lot, to be honest. I hear wow. that when you breastfeed, you lose like 500 calories a day. That um, much? Yeah, I don't think it's that much, honestly. But that's what's like been – like I remember learning that in class, like when I was in, at ASU. Yeah. Um, it says like you burn 500 calories a day breastfeeding, which honestly the amount of times that we feed, I could understand that. Okay. But I do feel like people think it's just kind of like when you're pregnant. A free-for-all. What did you say? A free-for-all. Yeah. Like- right. It's the same thing. Like, oh, I'm breastfeeding. Oh, I'm pregnant. But you even know? if it is like 500 calories, like 500 calories could easily go away – in like just a snack like oh, if you think absolutely. about it yeah like because like, we just don't know portion control these days right no right like yeah. you think you have to eat like a whole other plate so i i'll yeah. agree to that one i would say like anywhere between three to five hundred like is definitely like sufficient i wouldn't say like a full another meal yeah no you know no i agree with you but yeah i think people just are too like they think all the time that breastfeeding will take all the weight off and it yeah, definitely no. helped I take definitely a good amount too. but i still have like anywhere from like six to nine pounds depending on how well I ate yeah no, <laughs> left you know so <laughs> I don't think people think it's just going to take it all off and I think that's what that person is maybe saying yeah yeah cool. so I feel like that's all of my questions do you we, I feel like we talked forever I hope that wasn't too long how long was it I don't know but it was really fun well, I'll figure it out when I'm editing <laughs> it's 9 44 oh I know okay <laughs> we talked a long time Okay, well, I think that's it for this episode. I do want to mention um, that if you want to see really cute pictures of Rocky, I would go to Instagram and follow Kyleen Rail, which is K-I-L-E-A-N-R-Y-E-E-L. Yes. Yeah. And if you want to see really, really helpful YouTube videos, I would go to Kyleen Rodriguez and follow those. Her last one was sleep training and it was really good. Thank like, you. I thought the way you explained everything was amazing. I tried. I definitely wrote it out. <laughs> no, it was so good. <laughs> good, uh, good. But that's it for this episode, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.